0: three two one hello everyone and welcome back to
1: the second estate as always we are your hosts i'm sarah bayer I'm Hannah Seymour, and in today's episode, we're discussing the Sydney Morning Herald threatening to out Rebel Wilson, the public furor over the alleged damage done to Marilyn Monroe's dress by Kim Kardashian, and finally, the news that a Google software engineer believed that Google had created sentient AI. Yeah. Um, I also, as you were introing, I like took a massive gulf of water, so I don't know whether this is just going to be like... A gulping, gulping sound, sound. I didn't hear yeah. it, but we'll. Yeah, I, guess I tried we'll to lean away out. from the mic, but we'll see. Well, I'll um, um I'll I'll edit it out. I won't. won't. <laughs> i no. absolutely. It's won't. part of. I think it, it adds to the the fun. The point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, no, I I agree with you. Um quickly have you seen the thing about um this is our listeners are going to be like if you fucking talk about this broad one more time i am never listening to this podcast again have you seen <laughs> that uh, oh, i know Beanie, i know what you're gonna say whatever her name yep. is is getting out of funny girl and leah always mm-hmm. retiring from funny girl and leah is in talks to leah michelle of course is in talks to um take over the
1: role she has been waiting in the sidelines yeah um no so one of my friends who is also, um, shout out to Brandy. I've actually mentioned her before, not by name, but um, she's a big Liam Michelle fan as well. And um, I was like, because I'm going to be in New York in, there's only a few of us. We're mm. both going to be in New York in about mm. a month, mm. which is crazy. Mm. But I was like, she was like, oh, you're going to New York, like you have to go if it's true. And I was like, I doubt she'll be Fanny Bryce by then. <laughs> no, it's and she goes, trust Liam- me, I checked. <laughs> Oh, right, right. Well, yeah. Brandy goes, she's Leah Michelle. She knows the role already. Give her 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I was like, that's true. Like, even if they were like, Leah, we need you right now, she'd yeah. be able to just turn it around. So, well, um, she's essentially an unpaid
0: understudy. Um, yeah. That's kind yeah. of what she Cause is. Because she's just made sure she knows the lines
1: yeah. her entire life. Um, yeah, she's I mean,
0: always ready to go. I'd say with more than one musical, you know, probably. Back- Do you reckon she has hairspray in her back pocket? Maybe John Travolta's role. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. No, I feel like she'd be more like a
0: Lameez. She's got that. Oh, on lock for sure. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. On yeah. my own, Miz. Yeah, absolutely. She yeah. was kind of born for that role too. Yeah. Um. On my she own plays and-
0: both um the one that dies in the first half and then the young one that gets older in the second half of Lameez. Yeah. Both those roles.
1: Yeah, she should. Yeah. Yeah, and she could she could that would be an interesting way for them to cast the show in a different yeah, way. Yeah, she gets to sing f-
0: both the big songs. I dreamed yeah. a dream and on my own.
1: On my own. Mm. Which one do you of those do you like better?
0: Well, that's a really good question. If you asked me yeah. a year ago, I would have said I dreamed a dream, but I think on my own I'm on an on my own tip. What about you?
1: <laughs> Wait, what does that
0: mean? It means I've listened to it more often recently. Oh.
1: No, I would say I Dreamed a Dream purely because of Anne Hathaway in the movie. Really? movie that
0: not Not Susan Boyle at her Britain's Got Talent audition?
1: No, 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 no. Um, no hate to Susan Boyle, but like beautiful Anne rendition Hathaway's of rendition song. of I Dreamed a Dream. I was in that movie theatre, I remember, just sobbing. Like, I don't think I've ever really? cried so much in a movie. That, really? I, I've never, it, I was touched. Like,
0: you no, know, it's beautiful. She cuts off moved. her hair and
1: sells it and it's, has to sell her teeth and... That's Anne yeah. Hathaway's like acting. She peaked, I reckon. Oh, her magnum um, opus. Her magnum opus is her singing. I dreamed a dream. It was. It is beautiful. Um, it is beautiful. It is. So probably, but to be honest, on my own in that movie didn't affect me nearly as much as Lea Michelle singing on my own in <laughs> episode one of Glee. So yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. We're all thinking it. Yeah, we. If yeah. They did it on Glee. It's if they did it on Glee, it's probably better.
0: As we've yeah, it's true. We we we've always said this, and we always stand yeah. by it. I'm gonna say yeah. Leah Michelle played someone in Les Mis at some point on Broadway. I'm gonna say that yes, happened. She did.
1: Yeah, I think she when she was a kid.
0: Maybe. Yeah, she played the young version, and maybe sang
1: "There yeah. Is a Castle on a Cloud." Maybe. Um, hang on. Really? sorry to anyone who's
0: never seen Les Mis, um. I'm not sorry. <laughs> really heavy Les, Les Mis, Mis intro. Yeah.
1: she played a young Cosette in Les yeah. Mis from 1995 to 1998 on Broadway. And she Played. Uh, yes, and she wow. also played Eponine um, in Hollywood Bowl's Les Mis concert in 2008. I think Eponine is the one that sings "On My Own."
0: Yeah, that's yeah. The that old Paul one. Glee the old, as sorry. Well. The pop. Yeah.
1: The old Paul. No, she's not the old Paul
0: one. <laughs> she's the young poor one. Right, right, right. my bad. Who's friends with Cosette, and he's upset because
1: the guy doesn't like her. That's right. Mm. So really, Leah Michelle has never been. She's played two roles in that musical already. I'm sure she knows it back to front. Yeah, um, I'm sure she does. I would fly to New York again this again this year to see her in Funny Girl.
0: I probably would. Too. If it comes true, I'll commit to that.
1: Yeah. We could do it for our birthdays because if she takes it
0: over in September and then we could split the difference and do it, like, on the 1st of November, right, between just between our
1: birthdays That's true. Like, it's, I would I do I won't that. have enough money. There's no way I'll have enough money after – Because we'll start fund. September. Crowdfund from our audience to pay for a trip for us to go see – Guys, would you do girl. that? Like, for, we'll – we'll promise we'll do some special ep- – we'll
0: record a podcast live from the theatre while she's doing it. Yeah. If you guys would crowdfund enough for us to get – some airfares to go just to see Leah Michelle and funny girl. If it comes true, would you they do that for, us? for
1: accommodation? Just no.
0: flights. That's it. Yeah. We can, we can figure out the accommodation. We'll sleep yeah. in the theater. Don't say Macbeth. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's sleep in the theater. I'll do that. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> cool. I'm very willing to stay in. Wherever I need to stay in the street, whatever. Yeah. Um. Before we move on, just a couple of shout-outs to some stories this week that were not stories enough to make the cut for the main episode segments. Yeah. Um. Interestingly, Halsey on an episode of K- Jimmy, whichever one mm. I don't know, mm. I never know which one it is. Um, said she would love Millie Bobby Brown to play her in a biopic. Um. Yeah. Which to which I say, why. Why would they it's make ambitious. a biopic about Halsey? Yeah. Yeah. No hate to Halsey. I just like. Anyway, and then Millie Bobby Brown replied to it saying she'd be so down to play Halsey in a biopic. It's like a whole thing. And I'm like, is Halsey going to get a biopic? Like, I does ever everyone s- just get biopics? I now? hope
0: she does. So it sounds the death knoll of all biopics ever. We yes. never have another one.
1: Um, no, I want BB Rexer or Rita Aura to get a biopic.
0: You know what? I'd fucking love it if they did. Yeah. The Albanian, you could throw Dua Lipa in, even though she's obviously in a different class of, of talent, but but in fame. But you could throw her in and just do, just cover all the the Albanian no. pop girls at the same time. And I don't sort of think just get that it would be fair way. to
1: put Dua Lipa in with those two. Like that's no.
0: But you think maybe the premise of the documentary is like who who was going to come out on top out of those ones? Is BB Rex even Albanian? She just sounds like a. Are they? All? No, I think yeah. she is. Yeah, yeah. they but all I have those the- names.
1: B.B. Rexa and Rita Ora, I think they are both slightly, like they're a good, no. they sort of started a bit no. earlier than Dua Leaper.
0: T- totally, and perhaps yeah. that's the,
1: the subject of it, is the jealousy
0: of, for, of them <sighs> towards Dua for just like, they thought they had it, they thought that, yeah.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Um, no, but I would like, I would like Dua Leaper to get her own biopic. I want a solo B.B. Rexa biopic
0: yeah fair enough i think yeah i yeah. want us i want an hour of that biopic just to be the making of meant to be yeah um, <laughs> what is it called
1: if it's meant yeah meant to be yeah i think it's called that yeah. um <laughs> other thing is what did you think of ryan gosling as ken in bar- the barbie movie i
0: really like ryan gosling but he seems yeah. too old
1: I was wondering that. I was like, mm. the thing that annoys me about that is he's 41 mm. and it's like they would never let a 41-year-old woman play Barbie. Wasn't you know Amy what I mean? was Amy Schumer
0: going to play Barbie? Did I make that up?
1: No, Margot Robbie.
0: I know she's playing her now, but I swear to God there was, unless it was a big internet joke or something and I just no. was <laughs> dumb enough to fall for it, that Amy <laughs> Schumer at one point was playing Barbie.
1: I, I don't know. I'm looking Do- this up. Amy yeah, look it up because that Schumer. seems that seems like Barbie. if it is if there is any truth to it, it's um maybe the thing yeah, about okay. this movie.
0: Buzzfeed article. So I guess it's real. Um, Amy Schumer yeah. revealed why she dropped out of the Barbie movie. But was she cast to play Barbie? Sony cast Amy as the as the doll in late 2016. She was co-writing what? the script too. Then four months later, she backed out. Because of scheduling conflicts. As it turns out, scheduling conflicts weren't the real reason. She recently explained, uh, blah, blah, blah. They definitely didn't want to do it the way I wanted to do it. The only way Uh, I was interested in doing it. Uh, She wanted Barbie to be an inventor. Uh, Okay. So I wasn't fully making that up.
1: No, you weren't. Well, see that makes, yeah. the thing about this movie is that they don't they haven't revealed anything about it. Like we don't know what it's going to be about. We don't know if it's a comedy mm. or anything. That is makes Greta Gerwig like like directing it? I think so.
0: Yeah, it'll be a bit quirky.
1: What is Greta Gerwig directed again?
0: Little Women, that new the new yeah. latest Little Women and Lady Bird Saoirse Ronan. Right. Some other shit as well, but those are her Yeah, cuz it's sort ones.
1: of uncertain. We're just getting these like photos of they're obviously releasing these photos of ryan gosling and Margaret mm. robbie as like this massive it's just creating huge hype around what yeah it's yeah. gonna be But yeah. hearing that the amy schumer was gonna be in it is makes me just go what the fuck is this movie gonna be like yeah i
0: know you know i don't know but uh, it's probably i guess different oh fucking whatever i don't know
1: <laughs> all right should we start
0: yep yeah.
1: okay so, as most people will have heard this week, um, Sydney Morning Herald gossip columnist um, Andrew Hornery was recently accused of outing Rebel Wilson after he published an article saying he had contacted her and given her a two day deadline to confirm her relationship with Ramona Agruma, who is the first woman that um, Wilson has publicly dated. So, he wrote in the now deleted private Sydney gossip column P.S. erred on the side of caution and emailed R- Rob. Rebel Wilson's representatives on Thursday morning, giving her two days to comment on her new relationship with another woman. LA designer Ramona Agruma before publishing a single word. Big mistake. Wilson opted to gazump the story, posting about her new Disney princess on Instagram early yesterday. And then he goes on to sail the ship. But anyway, this resulted in swift backlash online and around the world with people accusing him and the Sydney Morning Herald of pressuring Wilson to come out as gay before she was ready to as well as criticism of the Sydney Morning Herald's editor, Bevan Shields, for his response to the situation um, because he didn't immediately admit fault. At first he publicly defended um, Hornery and the newspaper. And so there's been probably in total like four different apologies come out of this from both Mm. Bevan Shields, Hornery, the original um, journalist, the Sydney Morning Herald. No, no. I guess yeah, that's Yeah, so Bevan than- Shields has released like two apologies and then Hornery's released one. Yeah. Um, and then Rebel Wilson, I couldn't find this tweet, but people were reporting on saying that she had made a comment publicly about the difficult situation, which seems to have since been deleted because I couldn't find it on her yeah, Twitter. Yeah, right. But she that's kind of the only public comment she's made about the actual Sydney Morning Herald thing. Yeah. Um, so, Sarah, where do you want to...? begin with this
0: um i i mean i guess my first sort of i i I like whenever a journalist gets a little spanking for their annoying behavior so i did enjoy (laughs) i did enjoy that that these journalists are sort of getting getting in trouble a little bit just Mm -hmm. just for like you know i guess reporting on on shit that I mean, okay, when I say this and I was thinking about this, I guess the immediate thought is to go like, well, why the fuck would Rebel Wilson's dating life be news, right? That's the easy kind of thing to like jump to and go, that's obviously not news. Why the fuck did they even feel the need to report to this level where uh, it would mean that Rebel would be outed against her will? Um, And then I thought to myself, okay, the fact of the matter is the news environment we've created that it is news who Rebel Wilson is dating because yeah. Um, yeah. like we discuss on this podcast when Kim Kardashian fucking breathes. So yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. like uh, unfortunately we have as a society got to a place where who Rebel Wilson is dating is news. I think um I think one of the early sort of um apologies or explanations for the pub- publishing of it uh, from I don't know from which person it came from at the Sydney Morning Herald, but they were sort of saying, you know, uh, we treat the, we would treat this as if she was dating a man. We it's just her dating someone new is news to us, and we are journalists, therefore we report on it. And I think they're being you know a bit purposefully ignorant of the context yeah. around it because like obviously they know she's never dated a woman before, therefore the yeah. news has a different connotation than if she'd just been dating a man. And in that case, they know that probably fucking no one would click on an article because no one cares if Rebel Wilson's dating a new guy, really. Yeah. How many people do care about Rebel Wilson's love life? Not that many. But when it's something different, like she's dating a woman for the first time, they obviously know it's a different story, right? Yeah. Like that, I guess. That's I agree. Sort of, yeah.
1: I, do, I do think you'd be surprised how many people would care if she was dating a new guy, though. Maybe, like people, maybe, maybe people- they do. Rebel Wilson has fans. Like I'd probably be curious to see who she's dating. Like, I, like, I like Rebel
0: Wilson. I'm not. Sh- I'm yeah. not hating on her. I like. No, Robert no, no. Bates. I know I you're mean, not. Yeah. But yeah. people
1: have. People are interested. You know, regardless, like people are always interested yeah. in a celebrity dating someone. Just even and if to general. click on the article, take a look at who they are, what they do, what they look like, yeah. and then never look again. But you're totally. I completely agree. When the, the first defence that they gave of this was that. um, like i have the quote from bevan shields in his initial response um which was like other mastheads do every day we simply asked questions and a standard practice including it included a deadline for a response and it's just and then also said we what um, the herald's decision about what to do would have been informed by any response wilson supplied but you're totally right that they're being so disingenuous in that Mm. because they are journalists They would, and they're both gay, Bevan Shields and... Oh, are they? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're both gay. I knew the
0: original guy was, but interesting. Okay, right. No, they
1: both are. So, like, they would know the significance of this. Um, Of course. And they would also know the significance of it if they weren't gay. Yeah, yeah. um, But to suggest that, that it's the same and we just didn't think about it because, you know, being gay shouldn't be a new thing. It's like, well, that's not... Unfortunately, it is and that's not really up for up to you yeah. to decide that um but yeah it's um it's also interesting i think with this whole thing that it's the sydney morning herald because right it's i think it's surprised people at least in australia mm. that it's come it's not come from like a tabloid or news corp it's come yeah. from a publication that's generally viewed as pretty prestigious um it's a long it's an old publication and they're generally yeah. like known as being left-wing liberal. So liberal yeah. in the small L, is that right? Yeah, Yes, small Sense. L. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the other part of this that feels damning or surprising is that it's just like it's yeah. not the Daily Mail. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally, you know? totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, yeah,
0: no, it wasn't uh, heaps, the Murdoch Press, I guess, which people sort no. of come to expect this stuff from a little bit more. No, mm. I did find also the reporting on this from other publications like, they were sort of really going for the angle that it was a journalistic failing and and that the City Morning Herald editor, Bevan, whatever his name is, has a huge target on his back now. And I was just yeah. like, this does feel like other publications just trying to skewer the reputation of the competition a little bit. Like, yeah. the, the level of reporting um, on the reporting... If that makes sense. It's like, so the, funny, isn't yeah, it? the level of and reporting- a journalist
1: is the subject of the of, drama. I know it's odd. it's, it's yeah. really weird.
0: And like, I do think that like there was just over reporting going on in every single fucking direction. Like, I think her dating a woman was clear, was was being over over reported. But then, way more so, the reaction to the reporting on her dating a woman was over reported, and then the reporting on the apologies to were was overreported this whole thing has become like so it's also heavily written about it it just it feels like it's been made into a much bigger deal than it than it actually is and i think that's indicative of many many things uh in our time many issues in our time um the o- overreporting is making things um sort of Blowing small things out of the water, and I don't mean to say that um, them sort of outing Rebel Wilson was a small thing because it was obviously wrong. But I just mean in the the other uh, newspapers or or publications' reaction to the bad reporting feels like I don't know blown out of proportion or something. I don't know. Everything I, just was I would so agree much. with that.
1: If I would agree with that, if it wasn't for the way the Sydney Morning Herald handled responded, it. responded, yeah, the way they responded was to just like release an apology and then take that back, release another apology, take that yeah. back. back. Sorry, but lol. Um, <laughs> yeah. Removed the original article, replaced that with an apology, mm. and then a few days later, released another apology. Mm. It's like I think the the messiness of that is what allowed because usually I think something like this would kind of have its time and then. Expire within 36, 38 hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's been allowed to drag on because they've continued to react to it throughout the week. But 100%. Um,
0: that's so almost I what think, I mean of this over, they're yeah. even over a poll. Everything is just so yeah. like, I'm just like, everybody calm down, just say one thing and it's okay. Like, it yeah. doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't, it's just endless. Well,
1: because I think what happened as well was Bevan Shields had his reaction to it. Yeah. Or his response, his note. Yep. and then there was heaps of internal drama between staffers, and like one of the staffers from the Sydney Morning Herald, yeah, saw that, like sent an anonymous email to the entire company, like people were really angry, saying that the reputation of the paper had been trashed. So people were really angry at him as an editor, yeah, um, because he's also apparently he, there was another fuck up he made earlier in the year that's kind of com- to do with something completely unrelated, yeah. Um, but the other thing as well about this is that they did it to themselves.
0: Like, yeah, no, definitely. It's not
1: like Rebel Wilson came out and said the Sydney Morning Herald threatened me. Yeah. It's that the Sydney Morning Herald Andrew Honery, the the journalist, he's the one that said I almost got this scoop and she stole it from me. Like they yeah. did it to themselves. It's this bizarre thing where they've just completely stuck their foot in it yeah. and then done it stuck their foot in it again, stuck their foot in it again, and Rebel Wilson's just like doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like she's yeah. just like okay, like they just Does look she, like yeah. fucking bumbling Idiots,
0: to be No, honest. they do, like, they do. They do look like bumbling fools, <laughs> and that's why I'm like, I'm just sick of fucking reading multiple apologies and articles about the apologies and stuff. I'm like, guys, for God's sake, get it together. I
1: know. Like, it
0: was just, I don't know. I, what they did was obviously wrong. Yeah. Just own up to the mistake in the first instance. I, I guess the the knee-jerk reaction from, from the editor was to try mm-hmm. and defend his position, defend his yeah. – his, and, and you know what? Like, maybe in that scenario – it's not that not what the the um original journalist did was right but i do think sometimes like workplaces are very quick to shirk someone who's done something wrong or just like completely like just fire them get rid of their under internal totally. investigation da and i do think oftentimes that's actually like a really detrimental practice to put in place mm-hmm. um because often it's over things that are, are quite a quite small fry and someone loses and like then regular people end up losing their fucking livelihood over very small yeah. mistakes this is yeah. obviously different to, like, very large famous people who get in trouble and get fired off movies and shit like that. But, you know, more and more so you, you do see examples of of people in regular jobs just getting fired for, like, small misdemeanours and stuff. So I do think, uh, you know, I, I like the sentiment of a boss sticking up for his employee totally. in that situation. But <clears throat> given that it was something that was, like, clearly quite wrong, nothing I don't think anyone would call for someone to lose their job over type of no. thing. Oh. Uh- now they probably are, I'm sure. <laughs> the internet. But, like, the internet, do you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Totally. But I think, you know, rationally no one would call for that. No. Um, and, so, uh, and so, you know, it might have been better to take the L, like if that makes sense, and just apologize and be like, sorry, you know, we shouldn't have reported that and, and move on, um, even though, yeah, I, I guess the sentiment is I think in most cases nice.
1: with this type of stuff, mm. it's either apologize yeah. admit fault or don't react at all. Mm-hmm. or if you are like honestly I just if you think about like not publications but public figures who have been called yeah. out for things yeah. generally if they don't respond to the situation at all I feel like that's usually that's when people come off the best yeah um and if they do apologize you apologize and then you fucking move on and you yeah. just admit fault like yeah,
0: yeah definitely I just no, I think agree.
1: doubling down on it mm-hmm. if that's almost worse than just not reacting at all. I agree. Um the other thing that I did think was interesting as well about this story though was that it shows kind of like at least gossip columnists and yeah. journalists themselves are kind of like somewhat redundant in the face of celebrities Celebrity. having such huge social media platforms because 100%. he told her that he had the story and so she went, Well I'll just I'll just like yeah. post about it myself then, you know. Yeah. Regardless if it was coming out, like in in any instance where a journalist contacts the person and goes, "I've got this story. Do you have a comment?" They'll just be like, "Well, okay, I don't want you to. I would rather share it with my audience than allow yeah. you to to do that." So it's kind of like they have bigger audiences and just generally kind of more power to release information about themselves. So yeah,
0: no, hundred percent. I think yeah. it has definitely changed, especially celebrity news. It's really, fuck, it's really sort of yeah, changed changed how that works and operates it's, mm. and it has effectively made it redundant in many in many cases um, unless it's something that a ce- celebrity is is really desperately trying to hide and errs and yeah. on maybe the side of, of a legal thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think about Tristan Thompson and all the cheating scandals and stuff. Right. That would be – the- no, <laughs> exactly. He's never going to
1: post about that. Yeah. No, exactly. He's never going to
0: want to do – and I'm sure Rebel was probably like I don't want to fucking post about this. I have no choice. It's an awful thing. That happened yeah. to her, but I guess the news from her perspective isn't a negative, no. or a, or a, yeah, legally bad thing. I guess, but no. I, I mean, I mean, I was thinking what what this made me think about is the question of like, wh- what news do the, what line do journalists draw, um, and how ha- and sort of what do you decide? I guess is news um, that the public needs to know, despite the personal repercussions to those the story is about kind of thing where where is that and 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 obviously this story is not something the public needed to know no despite um despite you know rebel wilson's personal sort of suffering from it being told or whatever yep. but there obviously are instances where that is the case for news i think about the 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 george pell case here um mm. for anyone who doesn't know when george pell w- went to court for like sexual abuse claims uh in the in the Catholic Church, um, which, and he he's sort of like a really big uh, figure in Catholicism. He's an Australian guy. He, um, when those cases were going on, there was a gag order on them mm. in Australia specifically. And I, I don't. There's some thing about protecting whatever. Yeah. Um, the the uh, I, I assume it's to protect the victims. I think I could be completely. I think it was.
1: I th- no. I think the gag order was just so that um, was so that the actual. Court or the case jury could right, carry right, right. out in yeah. in an ethical and non biased way because like, yes, I remember right. jury members weren't allowed to have re- there was a whole book released yeah about yeah it yeah prior and so jury members had to have not read read that book I think it yeah. was something to do with the jury and to Probably. ensure that like yeah there was if the the trial was able to be carried out in a. Yeah. In a, way
0: yes yeah yeah totally and I guess that's one of those situations in which you can see how a journalist might have some internal turmoil or, or a publication could be like this is actually news people should know about but we're not allowed to report on it kind of thing that's something where the lines are blurred and I understand this case with Rebel Wilson is fucking not and is obviously not something that the, is in the public's best interest of knowing you know what I mean it's yeah. not there's no j- ethical lines blurred there it's just pretty fucking black and white like Okay, this just isn't isn't news that everybody needs to know, despite the potential repercussions it has. If that makes sense. Well,
1: I think like any t- at the George Pell thing, I think is a lot more. Like it's less celebrity gossip news. Well, of than course, just like, yeah, yeah, of that, course. But I guess what I mean is like anything that sits in the realm of celebrity gossip, yeah, or just they think is fair game. No, I wasn't going to say that. It's just oh. like, is any of it newsworthy? Like, I don't really. Some of it must be, I guess. If a celebrity, you know, at Harvey Weinstein. But yes. I don't even know if we'd consider that
0: celebrity, celebrity
1: news. I mean, it is. It's. I guess what but, I'm
0: trying to, what I'm sort of saying yeah. is more that like, um, when the when the news uh, is not. It's not beneficial for the public. It, it's going to be detrimental to somebody to report on it in a in a sort of real life way. I guess reporting what uh-huh. Kim Kardashian's wearing or whatever that's not like detrimental to her, right, or that's right, right. not a personal sort mm. of thing outing. It's not something in which in which that person stands to necessarily yeah. lose something or be or potentially be negatively impacted by the reporting, if that makes right. sense. right. So yeah. would
1: would Trist with the publicizing of like Tristan right. Thompson and and what's her face? Um- chloe jordan no jordan oh oh jordan yeah because that she had a lot to lose from that and so 100 percent, 100 percent. so yeah, I wonder, is there yeah. any public interest in
0: it's hard it's a really hard line to draw yeah. it's a really hard line to draw i don't know what the answer is like the rebel thing to me seems black and white because it's quite it's like totally but yeah then from there i guess journalists their question is like well what what, what do we do from here you know what i mean like where mm. where where would you like us to not report and where would you like us to report I guess that's it, but yeah, I don't
1: know. All right, shall we move on?
0: Yes. Cool. okay so um okay <laughs> yes uh so this story has had a second win to the delight of all uh kim kardashian is under fire again because the dress she wore to the met gala marilyn monroe's happy birthday mr president dress was photographed revealing the um alleged damage kim had done to the dress while wearing it including ripping um loss of the crystals puckered fabric and so on and so forth um as usual, people are beside themselves over the damage to this dress, <laughs> to the point that Ripley's, believe it or not, yes, correct, that institution is mm-hmm. the one at the mm-hmm. center of this story. Ripley's, believe it or not, ha- has has had to come out with a statement that they were confident she did not cause any damage to the garment. Um, Hannah, should Kim have been able to wear the Marilyn Monroe dress?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, that's okay. a. What
0: do you think? Oh, fucking, where do you want to start? <laughs>
1: Uh, Look, I think she should have. I think she should have. And I do also think that maybe this is all an elaborate ploy to make the general public remember the existence of Ripley's Believe It or Not.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um,
1: (laughs) Maybe the images were leaked by Ripley's Believe It or Not themselves yeah. so that they had to come out with a statement to say that no damage was called, uh, caused. But I do feel like if the situation calls for a representative from Ripley's Believe yeah. It or Not to set the record straight, maybe
0: it's not that important. A hundred fucking percent, yes. I just I wrote so, down like... If you feel yourself getting like a little inkling of outrage toward this story, oh. like it's just a little, if even if it tickles you slightly, please find a hobby. Please, 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 please. I'm fucking begging you to find a hobby. Like, I'll yep. find one for you. Basketball? Yep. I don't know. Like, anything. Just <laughs> gardening. Like, there's so many things you could do. Yeah, yeah. And, like,
1: I fully, I fully well, considering understand. Considering they have interest in textiles and fashion. Yeah. Sewing. Sewing. Oh, maybe. my God. Yeah. Fuck yeah, um, this
0: super like yeah super relaxing you can watch Netflix while you're knitting or whatever yeah
1: you could make your own Marilyn Monroe dress if you're worried about the damage to the existing one yeah exactly
0: Um, (laughs) they could offer to repair it themselves anyway but uh, look I I want to say though when I say that like I I saw all these fucking articles that were like it's okay to be mad about the Marilyn Monroe dress and whatever and like I, I used to get wrapped up in like outrage waves in the internet too it's so easy it's yeah. so easy to do. I still do. Like I'm not excusing myself. Like yeah. you read two or three tweets, and then you and then somehow you find yourself fucking incensed about something that you hadn't ever heard of before, yeah. Yeah. and it doesn't involve you whatsoever. Yeah. And like it's just like I don't know if maybe I'm I'm getting older or some, something, but like life just doesn't have to be like that. Like you don't no. need to care about this stuff. Like you are actually you're just not required to care. Don't no. let your timeline fool you. Don't let your your grid yeah. fool you, like or whatever. It, d- it doesn't matter. Like it just doesn't matter. And I know no. that maybe some people they're like Marilyn Monroe diehard super fans or something. They're not, and, but like obviously <laughs> they're not. But like you know a lot of they're just like dress preservation heads. Like they just love <laughs> that. Like but like it just over there for everybody else. Like the other sort of I don't know ninety nine percent of people. Like you just don't even need to care about it. I guess no. is my
1: message, <laughs> like- but I guess that I get that the idea that historical artifacts have importance and of need course. to be preserved and protected. And I think people were talking about the fact that you know the Met Gala event itself is you know an institute for costumes and mm-hmm. for like for like preserving important fashion and yeah. everything like that. But and so I get cons- like fashion cons- conservationists or whatever they're called being upset about this, but like yeah. I just I don't think the general public actually care. Like I don't. No, they don't, I don't they, think they do. They have never. If that dress that Marilyn wore, that the importance of this dress has been the reason that people think that it has importance is because Kim wore it to the Met Gala. Like
0: yeah, yeah, The yeah. reason
1: that it even has like yes, it had an you know it was an iconic moment when Marilyn sa- sang Happy Birthday, Mr. President, yeah, yeah, in that dress, but. People didn't – yes, I'm sure people saw that dress as this beautiful dress, but people weren't, like, you know, thinking about where it was being protected and whether they could go see it. It was no. about that moment with Marilyn. Um, and well, probably no, it, Yeah,
0: no one would have thought, fuck, I hope that dress is being kept is, under lock and if key. if that dress
1: was gone, people would probably be like – whatever, yeah. but the fact that Kim brought more attention to that moment and, yeah. you know, forwarding the kind of like our cultural obsession with Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. by wearing it to the Met Gala. The reason people care is because Kim created more of a dialogue around the dress itself, yeah. which maybe is just stating the obvious, but like people, I, I'm convinced people are just pre- are actually pretending that they care. I agree, like I, I agree. I don't think anyone Unless they're super into fashion mm. and f- fashion history, yeah, I-, I just don't think that they actually care. And I, I see the shit that Diet Prada's posting about this and really anything else. Yeah. And they lap this stuff up. And I know. I, I saw photos of that dress over my Instagram feed, my Twitter, mm-hmm. my Facebook, like maybe not my Facebook, but like all Yeah,
0: everywhere, me. yeah.
1: And I-, I-, I totally agree about the outrage. Like I'm really sick of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's cuz it genuinely just feels like a distraction and it's so silly and i know I, I know i get that there is that it has importance but it's just there are it's so overblown it's just nothing it's just like the other thing is like yes she wore it to the met gala but the dress still exists it's still being preserved it's wherever on display by you please believe it yep. or not and and if anything it's probably done good for like you know people caring yeah. and thinking about about fashion the,
0: history and, and Marilyn Monroe herself so No, totally. I think, yeah, <laughs> look, I, I agree that it was kind of tacky for Kim to wear the dress and f- to the Gala. The reason being, and it's got nothing to do with the preservation of the dress, but I think mm-hmm. I just feel like it didn't really do much for, for like fashion or culture or celebrity right. or whatever. I think it made a statement that has been speculated on for years, which is the question of is com- Kim Kardashian the Marilyn Monroe of our time. Right. And yeah. I found instead of like cementing that, Sort of notion herself by maybe wearing her own iconic dress, having yeah. her own you know a, a, a organic cultural sort of uh, moment. She, it just felt sort of yeah cosplay m- manufactured for the grid. You know what I mean <laughs> by the fact that she was just yeah. wearing that dress to really rub everyone's faces in. Like yes, I'm the Marilyn Monroe of of our time, but I feel like that could have that sort of notion could better be served by actually creating a moment in which the dress she was wearing is. So memorable that we're like, oh, okay, you know that that's that that cemented her on her own type of thing. And I, um, like, yeah, I kept seeing articles of. People. I saw this fucking article which is what I was t- just talking about earlier, and, and just kind of off the back of what you said. Um, <clears throat> and I'm just gonna read a little bit of what they wrote because uh, I do think that they t- end up sort of telling on themselves a, a lot. A lot of the time when people do buy into this like hectic sort of outrage cycle, but is it what it said? I've been writing about pop culture and celebrity for several years now, so I'm all too used to hearing the smarmy cries of how stuff like this just isn't important. It's silly to care about a person, a dress, a movie, etc., apparently. Munro's dress has elicited similar responses. Why get worked up about a piece of fabric when there are so many bigger and more pressing issues to deal with? This is a rich people's problem, right? What an exhausting way to live, to be so blindly dismissive of everything that doesn't meet your ever-changing and unreachable standards of merit. Does your lo- does the last sentence of that not just tell on the on the writer of that you you're the one with the ever changing unreachable standard of merit you're you're the one getting yeah. extremely upset about a dress and then getting yeah. upset because nobody else cares yeah I-, I just don't get i just don't get how someone like oh, fuck it's yeah it's just this it I know. feels it's- maybe like a wider example of 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 how things like sort of come up on the timeline and and people just get so genuinely really, really upset about it for for, for what feels like really small reasons at this point. Like things it's like just a black yeah. hole of, of It is.
1: It. it just feels like and it feels like there's just no consequence. There's no like cause yeah. and effect with this shit. It's no. like you know, the, something that I think really, in terms of cancel culture, outrage mm. culture, or whatever online, that was really the pinnacle was Harvey Weinstein, right? Like yes, that the Me Too moment sort of era in yeah. time that had real, real world results and consequences yeah. Yeah. for something that was very, very wrong. But yeah. in this case, and in addition to all of the other things that the Kardashians do every other week, mm-hmm. it's actually a non-issue like realistically yeah. it's a non-issue it and we will forget about it in a week or two mm-hmm. until unless randomly somebody brings it up in a diet prider comment yeah every now and then yeah but there's going to be no actual results or consequences to this maybe within the fashion world there'll be more efforts taken to like <laughs> preserve costumes But yeah. like i don't think the general public cares that much about this. no of course and like, of course i don't yeah I also as much as i get that there's what you know what you've just read as well like where people go like you know it's dismissive to say there's more important things going on but there are some instances where there are more important things yeah. going on and yeah. like it's being outraged outraged by everything is exhausting and i yeah. just don't i think that it does dilute when we're outraged about yes. everything, it dilutes the importance of things that we actually should be outraged about. Of so, course.
0: Yes. Um, no, a hundred percent. It, it, trivializes genuine, yeah. genuine, genuine problems. And I understand that people feel very passionately towards, you know, TV and movies and, and, and people, a uh, celebrity and a dress or whatever. I get that that is something people feel uh, passionately towards. However, uh, in the scheme of things, in the scheme of what we should, you know, really be outraged by, I think those things we can understand are sort of personal. Is proclivity is the right word? Personal enjoyment, personal sort of uh, things that we admire or love mm-hmm. or like. Um, and and um, maybe can I just say, mm-hmm. I think
1: people should divert their outrage to Leah Michelle not being cast. Exactly. As it- exactly. That's, that's right. what we should be prioritising.
0: I agree. Um,
1: I'm not saying enough diet
0: prada content about that so i go no but don't you feel like oftentimes like what what these little sort of fucking i don't know what, what would you even call them micro outrages or something at this mm. point they all they sort of do is serve as like numbers on a board for the next time ex-celebrity does something and so like kim kardashian just yeah. use this example to add to just like The list, the commas of things as to why she is a bad person. Like half the time, like when I'm like reading things online or whatever, I I feel like I read. Yes, no, I read. (laughs) There was some. uh, I think Amy Schumer at the Oscars. Amy Schumer at the Oscars, and people, and there was like a photo of her, and there was just obviously on Twitter, whatever, bunch of comments or on Instagram, and people like, "Fuck, I hate her. She's so racist." Oh, no, I hate her. she's really, she's really weird. she's so racist at something. And then someone commented saying, "Oh, I didn't, what has she done that's so racist? And then they were like, "Oh well, she didn't cast any black people in her TV show, and also she um, sexually assaulted her sister when they were little. And someone just commented back saying, that was Lena Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm like, <laughs> that wasn't English. No, okay. exa- but this is what I'm saying. It's numbers on a yeah. board. It's just mm-hmm. like things they're collating to put in a list of why they ha- justify and kind of hating some ex-person, yeah. right? Um, but now it's to the point where these things, people have just gathered these sort of little, little pots of things that they just draw on when the next time they need to justify hating someone and they, they're literally getting mixed up at this point they're getting mixed up with the people who they're like drawing these Legit. references about um That's because fucking it's, funny. yeah it was so funny and i read it. <laughs> selena dunham but it's true like i guess yeah i don't know i feel like we're just like yeah we're at a point where we can't even we're getting our wires so badly crossed because there's so many yeah. things that we've collated this bad person information on and it's, mm-hmm. it's you're right it's diluting um uh the sort of reaction to genuinely awful people or genuinely awful circumstances. Yeah.
1: Um, Do you want to move on?
0: Yeah, I think we can move on. We've been going for a while actually.
1: Okay. Uh, Before we go to the next story, a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the second estate is brought to you by sparkling water. It is infinitely better than still water. And anyone who disagrees is wrong.
0: I do you order sparkling when you go out to dinner? And so they say, yes. if they say still a sparkling. Me too, and no one else ever wants it. And I'm like, I fucking want it. No,
1: <laughs> the other night I was I was out for dinner with someone, and they when the, you know the waitress comes up and goes, yeah. Do you want still a yeah. sparkling? And and they were like, Oh, still's fine. And I was like, <laughs> No, <it's laughs> and the waitress not. was like, Do you want sparkling? I was like,
0: yes. yeah. It yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. No, it's really awkward interaction,
1: but I was like, Excuse me, like, in what world would you you're offered sparkling water? In what world? You're going to pay, what, $2 yeah. a head? Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like yeah.
0: – No, I'm with you. If I'm out to dinner and I'm water, offered – Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm, I'm when I'm – even
1: when I'm not offered, sometimes I'll order a bottle of sparkling water. Like I, I love that. Fuck,
0: I want yeah. – I'm really, for some reason, really dehydrated right now. I'm really thirsty and I want – oh, is that sparkling?
1: Just so, well, we have discussed SodaStream
0: and how <laughs> – yeah. um,
1: I didn't realize SodaStream They is- occupy
0: the West Bank or <laughs> It's Gal Gadot's yeah. company.
1: It's uh, Galgado's Gadot's company. Uh, yeah. So I didn't realize that, but I already have a soda stream and I'm a big fan. Um, yeah. No, so yeah, I'm no, I literally, really jealous. it's actually really bad. Like I've gotten to the point where I drink still water and I'm like, where's the spice? Let's. Yeah, no, it's true.
0: Oh my God. It's so <laughs> yum. I'm yeah. really tempted right now to quickly, oh no, I'm introing the next one. I was going to say, while I'm you're introing, I might run to the fridge and grab another coke zero but that's okay i'll soldier on (laughs) um okay Um, just send me
1: your intro and i'll read it out while you get (laughs) to i'm not even kidding you
0: can do that i know no no, it's Um, all right um it's fun (laughs) don't worry maybe i'll do it yeah i I think i'm i'm brave i'll be brave um okay i
1: wanna see you be brave brave.
0: who wrote that song
1: say sarah
0: barellis i was gonna say fun Oh, um, no. That No. Say what, what you want to say. say. <laughs> okay. So this past week a Google software engineer Blake Lemoni Lemoin I thought it was like
1: Lemoin or Lem- Lemoine.
0: Lemoine. I don't know. Blake Lemoin. Told Lemoine? everyone Lemoine. I don't know what about. Blake told everyone he thought <laughs> Google's AI had become sentient. So yeah Ladma, I believe is the name of the AI. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um, so, LADMA is oh, a... Oh, Lambda. Ch-
1: L-A-M-D-A. Lambda.
0: Oh, is it L-A-M-D-A?
1: Yeah.
0: I thought it was L- L-A-D-M-A.
1: L, capital L, lowercase a, M-D-A. It's like Jamae. Yeah.
0: Lambda. <laughs> Sorry, not Lad... Lambda. <laughs> I think it's Lambda. Not LADMA. Lambda. Let me just go... Oh, I don't even it. give a fuck. Okay. I don't want to say it too many times. It's like Bloody Mary. It'll appear in my mirror. Um, okay. So, Lambda... Lambda, yeah is a chatbot that Google has made, an AI chatbot that is extremely advanced at chatting, I guess. Um, so, I'm, Like you I, and I. Yeah, exactly. We're basically AI chatbots. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I am assuming that it's like the movie Her, but it's just in text, I think. It doesn't speak, does it?
1: I don't think that it's that advanced.
0: Okay. So not as advanced <laughs> as that.
1: <laughs> like so, yeah. that, the movie Her, that's sentient AI.
0: Okay, so we're not there yet.
1: No, no. Anyway,
0: so <laughs> this guy, Blake, uh, has been placed on paid leave for violating Google's confidentiality policy because he tried to obtain a lawyer to represent Lambda, the chatbot, claiming it was unethical <laughs> testing on something that was sentient. Yeah. Um, anyway, Google has come out and said that she, I assume Lambda is a she, is definitely oh. not sentient, but... This got us thinking about the potential for sentient AI and what the future may hold um, for humanity. Should we continue to go down this path, Hannah? What What do you think of Lam- Lambda?
1: Maybe. Do you reckon Lambda would come on the podcast?
0: Yeah. Oh, would what would her voice be? Hello, Hannah Hello. and Sarah. I am yeah. Lambda. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Yeah. Um, Would have been like Siri yeah. maybe? No, so I don't know. There's a couple of things with this whole story. Mm. And one of them, which I, I found an article that was written, um, I think for the Washington Post, and it's by these two former Google uh, employees who oh, were actually fired. Yeah, in 2020. So their name's Timnit Gebru and Margaret Mitchell. Um, and they raised an issue back in 2020 that um, – that people would believe AI was sentient as well as like issues with the potential for AI to have derogatory or hateful persuasions, which is one of the issues with Lambda and Google's current AI is because they saw Lambda racist. I think that don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Blake, our mate um, was like trying to make her less racist anyways, or like sexist and shit because AI generally are racist and sexist because they're pulling data from the internet. So they're, they're pulling data from human beings and human beings are
0: generally really funny, but anyway, yeah. So So
1: that's a major issue with AI is they tend to be really unethical in terms of the way that they speak about people. Um, so, because they're just regurgitating stuff from the internet. So they, um, these two wrote this article and, um, quote from them that I thought was super interesting. um, Ascribing sentience to a product implies that any wrongdoing is the work of an independent being rather than the company made up of real people and their decisions and subject to regulation uh, that created it. Sorry, yeah. So it's like ascribing ascribing responsibility to the AI rather than the companies themselves. Right. um, Which I thought was really interesting way of looking at it. They were sort of saying that the issue isn't whether or not the AI is sentient, but the fact that like, how easy it is for people to believe that the AI are sentient. Yeah, right. as is seen in this recent example because this guy yeah. isn't an AI expert, he's a software engineer. He's also yeah. an ordained priest. Take with that what you will,
0: but um he, he looks like a milady. Yeah.
1: yeah. He looks like he looks like the guy from 90 Day Fiancé. Yeah, um, he
0: does. Yeah. So it's
1: kind of like
0: Is Lambda his girlfriend? Sorry, is that mean to Maybe. Yeah.
1: That would be like her. Yeah. Um <laughs> But I, you know, I find it interesting that they've called out the issues with the dialogue around not only AI itself, but mm. ascribing sentience to AI, um, and how they got fired, which is like that's kind of scary in and of itself because it's yeah. like anyone who calls out or not this guy currently, but anyone talks about the ethical issues publicly, yeah, that they've been that they got stood down from Google. I just found that kind of full on, but um, no,
0: definitely, I think. Yeah. I find AI, the concept of AI, scary. Um, yeah, I think most mo- people do. Yeah, and I, th- I think, mm. yeah, but definitely the majority of people do. I'm not, but I'm not scared of it until it figures out, like, how to have a body and eyes or how right. it, fi- until it figures out how to, like, I don't know, until it has intention of some sort. Do you know what I well, mean? That's. That's that's when I'm yeah. scared it's going to infiltrate like all the electronics and turn them off or whatever. But yeah. I feel like maybe there's a little bit of solace that everybody has and like this is probably so misguided and untrue, but I do have solace in the fact that maybe we could just unplug it if it gets too <laughs> upset. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like can we do that? Can we just put like just off now? I'm not sure. Because Lambda was upset because she thought –
1: I'll shoot her Blake was going to was turn she would her be off. off. Yeah. And well, that's see, what okay, made him so, think
0: she was sentient because she said, don't turn me off. I'm scared.
1: Yeah, right. But the, the thing about these, the thing about AR, I know, I know. But the thing about this stuff, if you read into it, it's that like what's actually genuinely kind of scary. And I have um, the, a guy called John Basil, who's the assistant professor of philosophy at Northeastern University. He was talking about how there's no infrastructure in place to even, they don't, his quote is we don't have a good theory of consciousness and we don't have good we don't have good access to the evidence of consciousness. Oh. So we don't have we actually have no idea how to tell when AI is sentient because how are we going to know because it can talk in a really smart way but yeah. and talk about having feelings but still just be pulling data from yeah. an information bank. So how how do we know when it's tipped over to the point of of actually experiencing feelings and what what is the experience like what is experience yeah. and feelings and that's kind of what um philosophers are looking at in terms of yeah. what it means to be sentient because they don't even have a good definition of sentience yeah. and so if we did have you know sentient ai there's also the theory like there's we don't know we don't actually know what the fuck we do with it like we don't have yeah. any structures or programs in place to to deal with what that might look like yeah. so it's like we're talking about the idea of sentient ai but it's like no one knows what the fuck we would that do means. if it's even possible or what it would look like. like well, not really. What, so maybe,
0: maybe it would just be like you'd turn your computer on and it'd be like, no, I'm feeling really depressed today. Maybe. And like or maybe when you get the spinning wheel, it's like it's like your computer's like really com- just overwhelmed. And it's <laughs> become
1: sentient and it's like, please
0: don't ask me to do anything else. Yeah, maybe. Um. I mean,
1: I just think that's the thing is it's like we just we have because even in like the 60s and 70s when they were testing out different AI systems and much more basic ones than Lambda, Mm. people were convinced that they were were sentient. So, yeah, people have been fooled by this stuff for a really long time. But I also just think what frustrates me about it is like human beings human beings uh the general public yeah. none of us have any fucking idea how AI works. No so we're reading these headlines and going, ah, like Google's A sentient AI, senti- AI yeah. is sentient. It's like Google could come out tomorrow and be like, we've created sentient AI and be fully fucking lying.
0: Yeah. And but I would we know. would believe
1: them. How the yeah. fuck would I know if they tell me it's sentient, I'll believe
0: them. I know. <laughs> like- well in a way that's probably them telling us it's not sentient, like fuck, how do we know? Exactly. Like, and even if it's even if the definition of this of sentience in an AI capacity is just um, if it if it, you know what, what what's the thing It walks like a, walks like a duck and sounds like a duck or whatever like yeah you know, and that's that's kind of what the what AI has has become a little bit I guess because it's able to mimic like a human conversation um, pretty authentically and like come up with responses um, <clears throat> like how weird. It was talking about how much it likes Lay is <laughs> <What was that? laughs> yeah <laughs> um, um, but it's um uh. anyway but but that uh that um that kind of thing where it feels very human and like it's it's hard to distinguish, i guess if you're just purely in a chat sense, I mean when yeah. if you're face to face face you fucking know that it's a computer, um but you know, if you're just purely purely chatting with something, I guess what scares me with that is the the potential for um just for like really elaborate scams or sophisticated scamming, I guess with people like, you know, if something can, can in a chat sense, like really mimic a conversation with a human, um, then I wonder if that will be how it's utilized kind of thing. I I doubt it's, Mm. you know, I, I, I hope I'm fucking, I don't know. I hope it never gets to the point where it actually gains true sentience in that it has intention to destroy, um, or intention to, you know, do things, um, I assume it will always stay in a a service capacity, but I guess it could just be employed in really scary ways, you know, if people are unable to determine whether or not that is a real person, you know, on the other side of the screen. Totally. I guess. Well, you
1: think about like, I mean, this is kind of different, but when like those bots call you and are like, Mm. this is the bank. This is (laughs) the ATO. Yeah, yeah. Or or, like I remember my mum actually recently got a uh, a WhatsApp message and it was somebody being like, mum, I'm – I'm, uh, my, I'm in trouble. Can you? Oh, um, really? Are you free? And she, it's like, mum, it's me. I'm in trouble. Can you help or something? And mum was like, what? Not thinking it was me because I think she was like with yeah. Eva or something, my yeah. sister at the time. And she was like, um, what? What's up? What's what's wrong? And the yeah. response was like, I I need help. Can't explain right now, but can you transfer me x amount of money or whatever? And mum was like. Yeah, I can, but what's? can you tell me what the problem is first? And it was like, can't, can't go into details right now. But And mum then called me and she was like, are you asking me for money on WhatsApp? And I was like, oh no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whether or not that's – and mum was like, I didn't think it was you, but she was like, as soon as the money thing was mentioned, I thought to call you. I was like, I was so worried when she started that telling, is, telling me. I was like, just but. tell me you haven't given them any money. I know, but – that Obviously, that could have been a person on the other end, but, like, you can imagine if the technology, like you said, got oh into the wrong gosh. hands, that that would just be used to send fucking spam of these, like, really intelligent bots yeah. figuring out ways to get money from people or whatever. Your, that is so true. I'm um, shook by that. Wow,
0: I know. I tell you, I almost I got scammed or almost got an OzPost scam the other day. Oh, you've mentioned this and never went into it.
1: I think you mentioned it on the podcast. Oh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. No, what
0: what happened was, you know how when you get a text from OzPost Nab, like any big company, and it comes up as OzPost, like it comes up as like on in your texts, like it comes Mm -hmm. up as the name of the company, and so I got a text from OzPost saying I had sent something internationally, I think. Mm-hmm. or posted something, did a return recently and I got a text from AusPost under the AusPost banner with all my other things saying your package is arriving today, blah, 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 with all my other AusPost messages in the same oh! like chain, right, in the same chain saying um, we are unable to deliver your uh, package, uh, your international package, something something that sounded like pre- like legit language being like um, due to ta- some sort of tax, tax and tariff or something like that. And the only reason – normally I wouldn't really fall for that kind of thing, but yeah. I remember I sent something to the UK once for work and you had to – it did actually require a payment when it arrived. Okay. Uh, it was by DHL. I don't fucking know. Anyway. <clears throat> <clears throat> Some sort of taxing, and you had sent mm. an international package as well. Mm. Yeah, so I'd sent a return. I'd sent a okay. return that was okay. for an international company. Okay, but yeah. Sorry, the only way I figured this out is when I went in and it was like, "Can you please? You need to pay the VAT thing." And it was like, look, looked exactly. So there, like was Post. there was a link. There's a link, and like yeah. OzPost often will send a link because it sends your tracking yeah. details. So I was like, "This isn't unusual in this chain of text. Yeah. and so I clicked on it and it was like, "Fill in your details," and it was completely looked like the OzPost website and the address. Like I checked the address, and it was something. Something like slightly different, but I didn't really pick up on it. And I started filling it in and then it asked me to um it asked me like a couple of weird things. Like it wanted to know like some information that was like maiden name. (laughs) No, no, but like something just like my date of birth, like why the fuck would it need to know that? Like things like that. And so I was like, this is a little bit odd. Like I'm picking, I'm and then it's asking me to pay for this thing, and I was like, I'm just gonna check that return that I made. Um, to see if the address was an international address, or if it was an Australian address, it was going to, and it had already been delivered when I checked, and I was like, "Holy oh. fuck!" Like I nearly yeah. got done. I was so close to doing it, but like the fact that it came up in the string of text with all my other OzPost messages, I was like, where was we're all fucked?" It was something like, say OzPost is www.ozpost.com.au. Yeah. It was like www. like oh, I don't fucking know. OzPost.net. Something. Do you know what I mean? It was, like, very uh-huh. close or, like, uh-huh. some other ost post. Like, do you know what I mean? A-U-S-T post or something. like oh. that. It was really close. Like, yeah. anyway. It's my it's story. It's
1: really – and that's also, like, if anyone's ever listened to Reply All, which is now in Scandal and Defunct. But oh, really? previously, yeah, they, um, <laughs> they did a whole episode on how, um, like, scammers can spoof your phone number. So, like, oh. peop, which I assume would be how that's done. Yeah. That like a scammer would pretend to Post. be coming from OzPost's number. Like they can – anyway, I don't know. But, yeah, scary. We've kind of gotten sidetracked, but I do love scary stories. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. Like how easy would it be to deploy AI, especially in, like, oh. the example with, with mum, to, like, yeah. have personal messages with people. Um, you get
0: so quickly, like, fooled.
1: Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah. But, anyway. yeah, I think the whole thing with sentience is, like, um. Uh, da, 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 what was I going to say?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I just want I just, to stop I, exploring AI. Yeah, just I'm fine enough.
1: with not having good AI. Yeah. But the thing, there's a, another we another. Who uses AI anyway? Why do we need it? We, we use it all the time on it, like Siri's AI.
0: I never use Siri. Oh,
1: I use Siri all the time.
0: You say, hey, Siri, something, something, something.
1: Yeah, I use Siri when I'm driving all the time. Really? I also have a Google Home. I use Google Home all the time. Mine's unplugged. I don't want it listening to me. Well, your phone's listening to you anyway. So it's I know, from. that's so, like, true. Yeah. So um, all you guys... Are- yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, the interesting idea was from Melanie Mitchell, another... Uh, she's actually the Davis Professor of Complexity at the Santa Fe Institute, which I assume is some kind of philosopher, but I do love that as a title. Yeah. And she had a quote with an interview with MSNBC, but she talked about how... Um, about this particular AI, quote, my understanding is it has nothing like memory, that it processes the text uh-huh. as you're interacting with it. So, like, when you're not interacting with it, it doesn't actually remember anything from the conversation it previously had, um, and it doesn't do anything when nobody's interacting with yeah. it. So, like, she's defined that as with that memory is kind of important part of sentience, but it's like, mm. okay, how you know? I guess we can tell if somebody remembers something, but when they tell us that they remember the conversation yeah. we've had with it, but like knowing what they're doing when we're not there, how do we know yeah. it's not doing anything when we're
0: not yeah. there? It's like
1: there's Ooh. just so many questions around it that like we haven't figured out yet.
0: Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't like it. All right. Yeah. We've we'll been going for quite a while, shall we?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <clears throat> okay. We're doing how much would I have to pay you? And today we've gotten contributions from you guys on our Woo-hoo! Instagram. Which is a bit of fun. We've never done, we've, we have never done this before. So yeah. I will ask the first one to you, Sarah. Okay. Um, how much would I have to pay you to eat a stir fry for dinner? Hmm. And I assume this is one you cook at home, not like one for Yeah, the to like make a stir yeah. fry.
0: I fucking hate stir fry. My housemate asked this um, mm-hmm. because she knows how I feel about stir fry. We feel the same way, her and yeah. I, about it. Um, <clears throat> I um, – Like probably 50 bucks because like then I could buy like a really good Uber Eats meal the next day. Do you know what I mean?
1: Okay. You wouldn't do it just for free?
0: Eat a stir fry? Yeah. No. I'd rather not have dinner. Okay. I really don't like stir fry. It is such a nothing meal to me. I really don't like it. Okay. How much would I have to pay you to move to Canberra?
1: See, this one, I wish I could ask them what the time parameter is. Yeah. If I'm well, well, you Canber- just make it
0: up. Like, we'll just we'll yeah. figure that out. Difference
1: between moving to Canberra for six months versus the rest of my life. Yeah. But I'm going to take it as like a temporary – I have to live there for a year. Let's make that the – Oh, mm, longer, Not surely. Longer? Two years? Five. Five years?
0: You're moving – like, what? Yeah. Well, I feel like moving for a year isn't that long.
1: Okay. That's like oh an God.
0: exchange.
1: Yeah, like, literally I was thinking like London trip, two years yeah, in Canberra. Yeah, I know. Five years. I oh. think so. There's nothing for me in Canberra.
0: No. It, I'm an
1: entertainer. It, it, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, I guess you could become a politician.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Um, three mil? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, oh, you'd want to be on willingly. such a
0: good wage that when you came back, like you yeah. felt so set up for the rest of your life and yeah.
1: Three or four mil. <clears> yep. All right. Fair uh, How much would I have to pay you to attend a music award as Cara Delevingne's plus – awards show, sorry, yeah. as Cara Delevingne's plus one? Nothing.
0: I would Just go to that actually for Actually, same. Yeah, yeah. I would not – that wouldn't phase me in the no. slightest. I yeah. would be more than happy to do that for free.
1: You can wear the second estate merch and plug yeah, yeah. I
0: just plug the podcast yeah. and be like, I don't really know her that well. I just have to come. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I feel like it'd be really good, actually. Yeah, fun. Um, okay, how much would I have to pay you to post that season five with the best season of Glee on all your social media? Nothing. Yeah, it's
1: not that embarrassing. That no offense, no, whoever. I would do, <laughs> <laughs> no, do that for free. Yeah, I'll do that for free. Yeah.
0: All
1: right. How much would I have to po- <laughs> pay you to be the doctor? This one is interesting because neither of us are doctors so that's yeah. a, that's part of the issue but yeah. how much i have to pay to be the doctor at trisha paytas's birth i'm assuming they mean trisha paytas's kids birth rather than her birth <laughs>
0: 35 <laughs> years ago <laughs> um, when as she's yeah. giving birth i assume yeah, very imminently um not that much like i'm gonna
1: like if but you have to be the doctor and you're not a doctor like that's life-threatening
0: Is it? Because people have birth all the time, give birth all the time and have for centuries just given birth in their homes.
1: You reckon you can do it risk-free? You might be putting well, her in the baby's life. At yeah, risk. I
0: probably. Yeah, I'm sure there is a risk to that. But like, think about how many home births or how many not even home births, side of the street births, have been. It's not. I'm not performing open heart surgery. Yeah, and sometimes people die though. No, and sometimes they do. But Trisha took it. it, it Trisha decided for some reason I have to fucking be the doctor. Okay. She's the and there's nurses right, there.
1: Like I mean, there.
0: I'm not. I guess so. I'm not on. Um, I mean, you're if, if I'm trician. by myself at Trisha's house.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm or I'm thinking you're like the. Depends if it's a home birth or if it's in yeah. a hospital and there's, like, some midwives there, then.
0: Yeah, it's probably fine. In fact, m- okay. m- many How people much? do that. Nothing. I wouldn't care at all.
1: That can't be true.
0: I wouldn't care uh, okay, because so I would you- get so much out of that experience being, like, I was the doctor at Chisha Pages birth. Like, that would do wonders for the podcast. And you'd get in her YouTube video. And i get in her YouTube video. And even if something went wrong, I don't think I would get, unless I get charged with a crime, I don't. I'd be too worried about things going wrong, so I'd need to be paid. I mean, it'd be nice to be paid, but it's not something that I would really be like I need money for because I feel like there's other benefits to that. And also I'm pretty confident that nothing would go wrong. Okay. (laughs) How much would I have to pay you to listen to every episode of Joe Rogan?
1: Okay, so this one I really don't. I'm not a Joe Rogan fan of. I yeah. remember listening listened to that one episode and it was the interview with Bernie Sanders and even, I got pretty yeah. bored. It's just so, so long.
0: The episodes are just so long.
1: Um, I just have no interest. Like, I, yeah. no, no hate. I just really think it's It would it's just take boring, forever. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I w- wouldn't enjoy it. It would yeah. be like,
0: I have to listen to another episode. So yeah.
1: um, and there's like hundreds, right?
0: I think, yeah. Yeah. And they all go for like hours. So it's just a lo- big time commitment. I'd
1: do it for a million bucks. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's it would need to be like a million. Reasonable. Yeah. Oh. All right. If you gave me five hundred, cash. I'd do it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. How much would I have to pay you to not speak to any friends or family for an entire year? Can I? Can
0: we? Can I talk to like acquaintances or people I work with?
1: Yeah, I reckon you can.
0: Yeah. Um, in that case I wonder I just, if
1: it's like any existing friends, like, or if it's yeah, you can can't I even make, make new friends? friends? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it would fucking suck.
1: Yeah, you'd lose friends.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's so true. I just can't speak to them at all. No. People would think no, that I to died. I can't talk
1: to you. You probably just be like, hey, I can't talk to you for a year because I'm being given this money.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're saying, can't do the podcast for a year, I'm –
0: Giving this one, but then it would be okay because, like, at the end, then we could really funnel some money into Facebook ads or something. I mean, I'd probably Um, be like, "All right,
1: that sucks," but like, do what you do. I understand.
0: I feel like I at least need at least a million dollars realistically to be able to not like die inside. You
1: can't talk. Yeah, you'd like be very lonely and
0: isolated. No, so lonely. Um. Oh, does Alfie count?
1: No, he's a dog. He doesn't count.
0: He's family.
1: Okay, well, you make the rules. Add him in.
0: No, nah, then that's like I no amount of money. Okay. Oh, anyway, yeah, how much <laughs> would I have to pay you to teach a bunch of year ones for a week?
1: Uh, Like a normal teacher salary. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a normal amount. No offense,
0: guys, but some of these are pretty meek. Like some of these are pretty mild. <laughs> like they're not that bad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like I'd do that for a normal. I'd be happy to like just do that instead of my regular job just for, like, whatever. I think I'd be it's fine. It's just a week. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're me- have
0: to pay you to walk on all fours through Chadsden Shopping Centre and piss yourself the whole <laughs> way down the aisle and everyone else is <laughs> how much would ever to pay? Fucking <laughs> like, you know. Anyway. No, we really
1: do appreciate your submission.
0: I'm sorry. Um, I'm being mean. I'm being mean. No, we do. But, no. yeah, I
1: think, I think both of us are way more willing to do. I think, like, some Go people bolder hit- next time is what I'm
0: saying. Don't be afraid. Yeah, really. be bold. Put some shit in I there. I think,
1: yeah. yeah, like I think people see the like, you know, even posting that season five is the best season of Glee on your social media. Like people don't s- – maybe people aren't aware of what I post on social media. Yeah. Like so <laughs> I'm not – doesn't seem
0: embarrassing. Yeah.
1: I'm not I, – just I would just do that as like a – because I'd be like, sure, like that's whatever. Uh, yeah. I've got no qualms. So, yeah, no. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you're listening this far into the episode, please comment. Um Will teach <laughs> <laughs> um, please comment if you are someone who would order st- like if you got offered still or sparkling water for the table do you say still mm-hmm. or sparkling so like just write still or sparkling is your comment um on the new nice. instagram post uh and please follow us on instagram follow us on tiktok follow us, subscribe on our, to our youtube channel um please re- leave us a review on apple podcasts or spotify because it really helps and any other form of engagement you would like to give us Please do so. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.